0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Currently On podcast. Today is Wednesday, September the 2nd, 2020. It is currently 3.59 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you from Abilene, Texas. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Now, there was a time that the name Marilyn Manson would spark all kinds of debate, spark all kinds of arguments all across the United States of America because Marilyn Manson was a lightning rod for controversy. Marilyn Manson was associated with everything shocking, everything controversial. Marilyn Manson was basically public enemy number one for many conservative politicians and for parents all across the United States of America because for many, they believe Marilyn Manson was trying to turn an entire generation of young people away from God, away from the Bible, trying to turn them against their parents, that Marilyn Manson was a corrupting force, and that he was going to corrupt an entire generation of young people, that he was going to to turn them into to killers, turning them into Satanists. I mean, many parents across the United States of America had this fear. I mean, basically Marilyn Manson was a nightmare and they would have this nightmare that it would be at midnight, one o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden they would wake up and they would hear the music of Marilyn Manson coming from the basement of their home. And they would wake up and they would get out of bed and they would walk slowly down the steps towards the basement door. And they would slowly open the basement door, and the music of Marilyn Manson would get louder and louder. And as they stepped into the basement, they would find their children sitting on the floor in the middle of a pentagram, sacrificing a cat to Satan. Okay, okay. I know you're saying that that's a that sounds a, a very exaggerated. I'm not using hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating. There were parents all across the United States of America who believed Marilyn Manson was a force from Satan sent to destroy the world, destroy America, and destroy the morality that they had imparted to their children. And that this corrupting force, this evil force, this satanic force needed to be silenced, needed to be censored needed to be condemned, and that any bad thing that was happening in society involving teenagers, well, it was going to be blamed on, oh yeah, you guess it, Marilyn Manson was going to be blamed. His music was corrupting the young people. He was turning them into, turning them violent, turning them into antisocial, and that they were running wild, and they were being corrupted because of Marilyn Manson. I know If you were not alive in the 1990s, it may be hard for you to even believe what I'm saying. You may think that I'm exaggerating. I'm not. He was was public enemy number one. He was a lightning rod for controversy and for debate. He found himself, in, in a lot of ways, in the middle of the culture wars of the 1990s. And as the parents, listen, as the parents turned more and more against him, and he became more and more controversial, and there was more and more debate about his music from politicians and from parents and from religious leaders, he kind of became the anti-hero. He, he, he kind of became the hero of many young people. They were like, okay, look, if I'm going to, I mean, just think in, in the minds of a young person, if I'm going to choose music, do I choose music that my parents may be okay with, or do I choose Marilyn Manson, who's it's absolutely going to freak them out? They're gonna absolutely lose it when they see the album cover for Marilyn Manson. Once they see him on a video, or they see him on the news, or or someone in church tells them about it, they're gonna lose it. He became the antihero for so many young people in the 1990s. He really did, and it's hard to comprehend how controversial he was. But he was very controversial back then. Very controversial. Um, If if you were involved within Christianity, you heard him spoken against in sermons, on Christian radio politicians were speaking about him, there were news uh, reports about Marilyn Manson, and there were all kinds of, of, of basically conspiracy theories and rumors about Marilyn Manson and, and, you know, what he actually believed and what he was doing and what he did at concerts and how he ripped pages out of the Bible and spat on them. And, all I mean, it was just like he was the, you know, he was the Antichrist come to bring in the, you know, the reign of Satan upon America it was, it was really crazy to witness. But here's the thing. It's not 1994 anymore. That's the year his first album came out. It's not 1995. That's the second album. 1996, his third album. 1998, his fourth album. No, it's, it's not the 1990s anymore. 1994 to 1998, Marilyn Manson was, man, he was controversial, but we're not in the 1990s anymore. We're in 2020, 2020. So guess what? The name Marilyn Manson, he's no longer public enemy, number one. He's no longer a lightning rod for for controversy and for debate. I said the name Marilyn Manson and even saying it at the beginning of this episode, it felt weird because it's like, yeah, so what? Marilyn Manson, big deal. Big deal. There's, there's nothing shocking. There's nothing controversial. No one really cares. No one cares. Parents have moved on to other things. All right. Cardi B and, and Megan The Stallion are more controversial right now than uh, Marilyn Manson. I mean, really. I mean, there's, there's, there's other things that, that people are upset about. Marilyn Manson is yesterday's news as far as controversy is concerned. So here's the deal. If Marilyn Manson's getting ready to release a new album, controversy is not going to sell it, right? It's it's over. He's not the anti-hero of young people anymore. So how do we view Marilyn Manson in 2020? Well, I can tell you this. It's not, when now what matters, when, when Marilyn Manson releases an album, what matters now is not the external, looks it's not the it's not the gimmick it's not the controversy because all of that's over it's it's old news. what matters now is when I pull up a Marilyn Manson album on whatever st- you know, streaming device i'm getting ready to listen to the album on or if I buy a vinyl copy what matters is when I hit play or when the needle hits the vinyl and that music begins it's the music that matters now he he can't rely on the external Look, the external gimmick, the controversy—all of that doesn't matter anymore. Everyone's moved on. Those kids in the 1990s—they've grown up, okay. Whether they're even still listening to music, we don't know. So, he—how does he? What is, How does Marilyn Manson even relate to young people today? How many young people even know who Marilyn Manson is? So, what matters now is the music. That's what matters. And for me personally. I was I was not a teenager in the 1990s. I was in my 20s in the 1990s. Um, And uh, for me, I was I can't say I I, I was I can't say I hated Marilyn Manson at the same time. I can't say I was this gigantic fan of Marilyn Manson. It was just there. I found all of the controversy and all of the deb- debates surrounding him somewhat humorous because it reminded me of being a teenager in the 1980s when politicians and Christians and everybody was running around talking about Iron Maiden, Ozzy Osbourne, Judas Priest, you know, this this bad heavy metal that was going to bring in, you know, Satanism. And, and then they wanted warning labels put on records and they wanted uh, people of a certain age not to be able to buy certain records. And I remember two, live crew, I remember all of the controversy in the 80s, so it was kind of like, hey, hey, young people, yeah, that's what it was like in the 1980s, now, now you get to go through it, because these parents are losing their mind, but again, it, that's that's all over now, so here's my approach to Marilyn Manson's music, this is how it kind of worked for me, his first album came out in 1994, all right, uh, I think that was Portrait of an American Family, if I remember correctly, um, that was 1994, Antichrist Superstar, I think it was nineteen ninety six, um, but no, none of those. And I and I knew and I and uh, smell. I think it was Smells Like Children or something in nineteen ninety five. I'm just going from the top of my head, uh, but none of those albums really. I can't say that I really was like, oh Marilyn Manson. I knew the songs, I knew of them, I'd listened to them, but I, you know, I I, I was. I I, maybe my own fault, but I kind of perceived Marilyn Manson more on the the external gimmick than the actual music. I kind of just saw, oh, he's a gimmick more than the music, which was my own fault, because you should never do that to an artist. They may have a gimmick, but you've got to see past the gimmick and listen to the music. Uh, Just go back to the 1970s with Kiss. Right into the 1980s. At some point, you had to see past the gimmick, the makeup, the explosions on stage, and listen to the music. And when and then there were some very good things that Kiss put out. There were some things not so great. But you, you, there, when 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 an artist has a major external gimmick or image, sometimes they become just they just become an image, and we 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 overlook the music. So for me, I I would have to say I I was never like a massive. Marilyn Manson fan until 2015. 2015, Marilyn Manson released the album, The Pell Emperor. And when Marilyn Manson released that album, The Pell Emperor, I remember I bought it the day it came out. I bought the CD. And I came home, I put on some headphones. I don't even think I put on headphones. I think I was using my stereo system. So I put on the headphones and I sat back and that music began... I, I, oh my goodness, that album blew me stinking away. That album, The Pell Emperor by Marilyn Manson and my estimation. Now I know it's very much more blues influenced than industrial influenced than maybe some of his earlier work, but my goodness, I thought The Pell Emperor was absolutely brilliant. I thought it was genius. I thought it deserved to be on the best, uh, best, uh, best album of the year list in 2015 Brilliant piece of work, brilliant piece of art. I love the packaging. I loved everything about that, everything about the Pell Emperor. Um, he came out, see, after the 2015, I think 2017, was it Heaven Upside? let see, I have to look it up. Heaven Upside Down in 2017. I, I didn't really, here's the thing I didn't, for some weird reason, that one didn't hit me. Uh, I didn't I didn't have the connection with it. So for me, it's, it's been the Pell Emperor, the Pell Emperor, the Pell Emperor. Hey, are you a Marilyn Manson fan? I'm a Pell Emperor fan. That album was brilliant. That album was genius. That album was amazing. I can't say I'm a Marilyn Manson fan, right? But I'm trying to be very fair and transparent. And the reason I'm bringing all of this up, because I think it's Friday, September the 11th, Marilyn Manson's back with a brand new album called We Are Chaos. We Are Chaos. The cover for the album looks stinking awesome. I really like it. You, you'll need to see it. I'll probably try to find a cover of the album and place it uh, for the artwork for this episode, uh, But um, of this episode for this podcast. But Marilyn Manson, We Are Chaos. The title, We Are Chaos, I love the title because it really fits 2020, does it not? We Are Chaos. 2020 has been a year of absolute, complete chaos you know, parts of cities burning, a pandemic, an election, everyone's divided, racial tensions, political division, a crazy time to be alive. We Are Chaos is interesting. Now, what will be Marilyn Manson's message? I don't know. Here, here's a little bit about the album. The album has 10 songs. It's going to be 42 minutes long. All right. It's called We Are Chaos, Marilyn Manson. Here are the name of the tracks. All right. Red, black, and blue. That's interesting. We Are Chaos is the title track. Now, the title track has been released. You can listen to it. I am refusing to listen to it. I've refused to place it on the the currently on radar playlist. I should have, but I'm not going to do so. And here's the reason why. From everything I'm reading, this is an album that's kind of a concept album. And I think it needs to all be listened to in one sitting. So I don't want to hear a song prior to I want to be able to hit play when the album is released listen to the whole thing for 42 minutes and then draw a conclusion and interpret it as one piece of art one piece uh, at one you know one complete work and um that's how I'm going to um that's how I'm going to approach it so the first track is red black and blue the second track we are chaos the third track don't chase the dead fourth track paint you with my love Fifth track, Halfway and One Step Forward. Uh, Track six, Infinite Darkness. Track seven, Perfume. Track eight, Keep My Head Together. Track nine, Solve caligia. Maybe that's how you pronounce it. C-O-A-G-U-L-A, Coligua. Coligia, okay, maybe, I am maybe mispronouncing it. I, I apologize. Um, so let me go through these again. Uh, track one, red, black, and blue. Track two, we are chaos. Track three, don't chase the dead. Track four, paint you with my love. Track five, halfway and one step forward. Track six, infinite darkness. Track seven, perfume. Track eight, keep my head together. Track nine, solve, C-O-A-G-U-L-A. Coligia, Co- maybe, I I don't even know. Let me see here. Let's do this. A set of uh Let me see here. Nope, that's not going to help help here. Yeah, I'm not getting that's uh C-O-A-G-U-L-A is a fictional character and a former member of the DC Comics Doom Patrol. I don't know if that has anything to do with this here. Um, Or is it, yeah. So uh, that's just interesting when I looked it up. Uh, So if we go with Collegium, Collegium. So Collegia, yeah, it has to be Collegia. It has to be Collegia. Has to be. Has to be Collegia. All right, so solve Collegia. That, that has to be the right way to say it. Solve Caligia. Uh, 10 Broken Needle. So We Are Chaos, Marilyn Manson, 10 tracks, Red, Black, and Blue, We Are Chaos, Don't Chase the Dead, Paint You With My Love, Halfway and One Step Forward, Infinite Darkness, Perfume, Keep My Head Together, Solve Caligia, Broken Needle. 10 songs, 42 minutes, should be released, well, it'll be at 11 p.m. Central Time, September the 10th or... For others at midnight, September the 11th. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but I don't know what to expect. Is it Pell Emperor? Marilyn Manson, if it is, then I'm going to absolutely probably love the album. If it's not, I don't know. I don't, I'll just kind of be caught in the middle. I did a little research and I did find this. I thought this is interesting. Marilyn Manson explains concept behind new album, We Are Chaos, all right, Here's what we know. Marilyn Manson has opened up on the double-sided concept of his forthcoming new album, We Are Chaos. The shock rock star is set to release his 11th studio effort next Friday, September the 11th. The new record is, to, is the follow-up to 2017's Heaven Upside Down. Speaking in a new interview with Revolver, Manson offered further details on how the formatting of the record came to be. And and I'm quoting here. I'm quoting Marilyn Manson. So I began with the intro prose. All right. Um, uh, So, okay. This is what Manson offered up. And I'm quoting. So I began with the intro prose to try to set the tone for what was to come on the record, he explained. And we made it 10 songs so it would be treated in the traditional sense of how an LP works. How there's a side A and a side B because it changes. So it's like here's five, tr- five tracks on side A, you flip the LP over, put it back on the turntable, and then you get the second five tracks for side B. That's the way he wants you to kind of approach the album. I may have to buy it on vinyl and play it on my turntable just to get that kind of vibe to it. Um, he continues, just like in a movie or a play, there are three acts. And we were very particular about how we pieced it all together, but it was not difficult. There were no extra songs that we left off. So there's, there's three acts to this concept. It's almost like a movie or a play. This is going to be very interesting in trying to, draw, to pull all of this out. Manson went on to elaborate further on We Are Chaos, explaining about how painting the album's official artwork, While On My Knees, had spawned side two of the record, Infinite Darkness, because that's what I call the painting, and that's the second side of the record. All right. So the cover art he painted while on his knees and it spawned side two. So let me see here. Track track six is infinite darkness. So that would be track one for side B of the LP. All right. So that's and, and, and that that's what he called, I guess, the painting that's now the artwork for the album, which is, again, is really cool. I really love the artwork. All right, that, that, that gives us kind of an idea. Three acts, two sides, infinite darkness, obviously track six, starts side B or side two, however you want to uh, look at it, All right, Um. See, what else do we know here about the album? Um, he also explained how he'd been forced to become more creative during the making of We Are Chaos as he was staying in someone else's home while his house was being renovated. It's almost like when you're limited to only using black and white and you don't have the whole color palette. Uh, metaphorically, with music as well. So he's like, he's, he wasn't in his home, so he didn't have, his, I guess, as many things at his disposal, so he was limited in what he could use to come up with the album, and so it says it made him more creative. He goes, um, I was kind of stripped down, so I could only go with my notebook to uh, the co-producer's studio. Um, I, um, he continues, I explore ideas on the album, such as perfume, Manson said in a previous statement about We Are Chaos. Something so beautiful, the scent can be remembered forever, but it's also flammable enough to burn down a house. It's the fragile balance of power and the ones who hold the match or smell the loveliest. Loveliest. The paintings I did specifically to accompany the music, those are my reflections. So it sounds like that the paintings may be very key into interpreting the albums, because I guess the paintings are kind of the reflections that kind of show what he was trying to say or what message he was trying to get across. I like that image. Here's perfume, something so lovely that the scent remains after, you know, it's a, whoever it's on, after they leave, the scent remains. So it's this beautiful, lovely thing that remains. But in, in the words of Manson, um, it's, it's flammable enough to burn down a house. So there's this fragile balance of power and the ones who hold the match or smell the loveliest. So that's, that's an interesting image, this kind of contrasting image, something that's lovely, but something could burn down the house, something that in one, in one sense hold the matches or the ones who, who smells, uh, has the smell of the perfume. It's kind of a, a very powerful image. I'll have to see how that plays out in the album, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, again, the name of the album is called We Are Chaos by Marilyn Manson. It will be released Friday, September the 11th, or for those of us who live in the Central Time Zone, 10 p.m. Central Time, to- yeah, 11 p.m. Central Time, uh, September the 10th. Marilyn Manson, We Are Chaos. Are you are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? I mean, um, How how relevant is Marilyn Manson in 2020? I I, you know he's not controversial anymore, so now he's got to he can't rely on that. He can't rely on the controversy. He's got to rely on the music, and I think that's good. I would rather him rely on the music, and hopefully he put he is putting out something that will speak maybe speak to what's going on in our world, but in a maybe who knows? I I don't even want to speculate. I don't know what he wants to get across, but I can't wait to hear it. I hope it's an amazing album. I hope it's I hope it's like Pell Emperor. Other people probably prefer it to sound like some of his earlier albums. I, I don't want it. I want him to show. Uh, I want him to show that he's moving forward as an artist. That's what I want. Seeing him moving forward um, in in the creation of the songs and the lyrics. And I can't wait. I wanted to at least just let you know that the album is coming out. Clearly, um, my favorite tracks will end up on the Currently On Radar playlist. The Currently On Radar playlist is available on Spotify. It's also, also available on Apple Music. The Currently On Radar playlist, subscribe. Typically, I would have already placed that song by Manson, but because this is really created as an album, like a concept album, I don't want to listen to any tracks. I want to hear it all at one time. I wish he wouldn't have released any singles leading up to it. I know that's what you're supposed to do in the music industry. I say, forget that. Release it at one time as an album. And uh, I'm going to sit there with headphones on and work through every track. And I'm looking forward to what Manson has for us. And uh, hopefully it's something awesome. Hopefully it's a, a it's an amazing piece of work. And uh, well, you can get me give me your opinions, your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. All right. I'll stop right there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Currently On podcast. This is the podcast where we try to stop and talk about, well, what's currently on, music, movies, TV shows, podcasts, a lot of other things. We'll see where this podcast goes in the future. We're We're still trying to figure a lot of things out, and we'll be talking about that at a later time. All right. Everyone have a great one, and i say this at the end of ep- ev- i say this at the end of every episode life is crazy short don't waste one minute don't waste one second get out there and enjoy it everyone have a great day